Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. We continue our live coverage of the shooting today at Union Station where 10 people, maybe 15, were injured by gunfire. Sadly, three are in critical condition. One has died. Uh, Just very quickly, if I may, there was one thing uh, that I took away from the news conference, and you hinted at it, but the, the police chief said, this is not Kansas City. Okay. Because of two bad actors, and then she said, dot, 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 maybe more. This is the reality, and I'm paraphrasing now. This is this is our town today. I, did anybody else catch that? She said two bad actors, maybe more. Maybe more. Well, we have two confirmed in custody, and we are seeing videos left and right of more people being taken into custody following this shooting. Just breaks my heart. Uh, this is... All they're talking about right now on Fox News, MSNBC, and CNN, it is wall-to-wall coverage nationwide. And then this from the BBC. Hello, Dana. I very much hope you are keeping safe. I am a journalist with the BBC. Are you in a position to speak with us? Your welfare is of the utmost importance. If you are safe. Can you call and give us a few minutes? Uh, By the way, we're being broadcast live in Buffalo, New York right now. Hello to our friends in Buffalo, and I wish, more than you know, we were talking about all of the great things that our town has to offer, and fans of the game of football from so many cities, Scott, have seen that. They have come here. I attended that Buffalo game. They have seen what a great town and a great place filled with great people that we are. This is not a Kansas City problem. This is an American problem. I agree. And it shatters my heart that we are here today. This day started out, it was a beautiful, sunny, 60-degree day. I, I can only imagine that the weather increased the crowd. You know, one, one of the things that I will say to everyone listening, because it doesn't matter where you're from, the police departments and their federal partners and the hospitals all 
prepare for these things really since 9-11, Scott. They drill and they prepare and our Mid-America Regional Council and anyone involved in the dispatch system, they all prepare for these events. And I think when the history books are written about what has happened today, we will see the best of the best of people and the best response we could have had. Because if 800 police officers right down there where this happened couldn't stop this, I don't know what else is going to stop it when we live in a free society. And and to anyone working in healthcare, you heard Chief Graves say we still have parties walking into hospitals. They knew this was going to be an all-day, all-hands-on-deck event for the hospitals. And they knew it, Scott, not only because we drill those things here, but we have learned from the other cities, sadly, who have gone through the same thing. Amen. Uh, let's go to Kramer. He works downstairs in this building with us, and he was at the parade and the rally this afternoon. Kramer, we are so grateful that you are okay. Um, what did you see? What did you hear? Well, thanks for having me, guys. Um, uh, so during the so that the closing ceremonies of the parade, like all the music's going up and everything, uh, confetti flying and whatnot. Um, over like the loudspeakers and whatnot, I could hear the seven to eight to nine first rip of the clip of whatever the, the gun the person was using. And to me, I mean, I know what a gunshot sounds like. And I'm like, yeah, that's gunfire. I flipped my left where the shots were fired and I see people dispersing. Um, and then it's like, it kind of like got quite a little bit. I saw officers like pursuing to go to the area where the, the shots were fired. Everybody started to come back into like the middle from the being disbursement and then it, it happened once again, and uh, people started running, r- running from the west side to the east side of the building. And I could, I actually saw all the officers uh, go into Union Station with like all their, they're, they're ready to go in to fight whatever that was happening. But at the time, everybody was in the building of, of Union Station from like the players and whatnot. So that's the first thing that I, my mind was. But I, I could hear the shots clear as day. I saw at least two people on the ground. Um, yeah, it's I, and heck, I think I might even I, mean, I don't know. It's just my ears just hearing something because I was like, this was like less than twenty five yards away from like where the media was at in the middle part of it. So yeah, that was like I'm I'm still shaking. It's been almost like two, almost three. I don't know what time it was when it even happened. I, it, I, was, it was right before yeah. two o'clock, and I can only imagine your adrenaline is still kicking in. And, and Kramer, yeah. you are also working, and so we've all been there where something happens, not of this scale, I hope. And you're caught between, you know, the authorities telling us we need to clear out of here, but you also need to be the eyes and ears and help us explain to our listeners what's going on. Um, we're hearing from families who were separated, uh, yes, family that, members that who happen. are crushed. I mean, tell me what your experience was with respect to those things. So I, they were trying to get a hold of like I, some I think it was some kid was just separated from their parents. And they were trying to like get on like the PA. So like, hey, we need someone to like help out where this, this kid's lost. Like he's he's not around his parents anymore and he's he's looking for them. Um, I saw I mean, I saw that uh, I was like when the stuff was uh, popping off again, I was actually underneath the, the scalping area where the immediate location was at. But then once uh, the officers did, they came in quickly. They got everything under control. I felt like outside of Union Station as soon as they could. But with that first five, ten minutes of it, it was just – it was – it was it, frankly, it was just panicking everybody. Because you see a wall of people running towards you, hopping fences to get over it, to get over to get to another location. That's just – it's it in your mind for a little bit. A lot of people who have been – who were there who have called in this afternoon, Kramer, say they thought it might have been 
the the popping of the confetti uh, guns, I, for I know lack it, yeah. of a better term, I, uh, or fireworks, that never crossed your mind? No, no. I I mean, I, I know what a gunshot sounds like. Uh, my grandfather was a sheriff of Buchanan County for 26 years, so I kind of figured out and knows what a, what a gun sounds like. And even in a distance, even with like, there, there's loud music playing, you got to think about it that way. You can hear gunshots over a loud music anytime, especially if you have like, because we were up a little bit elevated, so we weren't like fully on the ground. So you can air like the audio travels, whatever what type of sound it is. So we could hear it quicker up there. But some of the people even up in the media side couldn't even hear it. Like I didn't even hear it. I'm like, players day to my left. But I also know what gun, gunshots sound like, sadly. Kramer, glad you're safe. Uh, take a deep breath. Uh, get yourself composed. And uh, thank you for calling in, my friend. Hey, thanks for letting me share the story. Be well. Uh, let's go to Erica in Kansas City. Erica, good afternoon. Hi. Hi, Dana and Parks. I was um, blessed to be in Union Station with some of the players, and I just wanted to tell Kansas City that they have no idea how strong these players are, that they they were running just like the rest of us. They were worried about their families. They were separated um, from each other as well. The players, Erica, um, say that again? The, yes, the players. Um, we were we were rushed into the most interior rooms of Union Station, and and um, everybody w- w- was hugging and trying to to make sure everyone was safe. No one was really quite sure what was going on inside Union Station. We thought it was gunshot, but no one was really quite sure. We, we, everybody just ran. It was it was kind of terrifying. Erica, um, Erica, how long were you guys sheltering in place in Union Station before they somehow figured out a way to get you all out of there? I would say uh, maybe five to ten minutes, ten minutes probably before they kind of started. They had buses in the back to get us all because we had rid, rode the buses from Arrowhead Stadium. So they um, got us all loaded up onto the buses. Uh, the police kind of double did a double check to make sure there was no one suspicious on the buses um they did checks for the the players and the coaches and their family to make sure that uh everyone was accounted for and they were going to be going back to the stadium together so i mean it was very well orchestrated for what um awfulness was going on um did you ride with the team to the stadium yes what was the mood like um, I think there was a lot of a lot of nervousness um, because one we couldn't get text in or out to let people know we were safe. Um, I think uh, there was a little bit of anger from some that were kind of like, "Man, you know, this is this isn't supposed to happen like this." We were we were celebrating, um, and there was just a lot of of scaredness, you know, that people are hurt, and we we were worried about uh, you know all those people that we were looking at. And up towards Memorial Stadium, are they safe? And then we, we were just trying to figure out what was going on because there was a moment where we didn't know how many shooters. We didn't know um, who was injured. Um, unfortunately, we did see a couple ambulances get loaded up with some people on stretchers. Um, so we knew things weren't good. But it, it was a really somber moment. I think a lot of people kind of were a little stoic and quiet. Um, we just wanted to make sure that people were, were getting safe to be with their family. Erica, thank you for the call. I'm, I'm so sorry that, that this happened to you today. And let's be honest, all of us, uh, because I, I, I proudly 
claim that I live in Kansas City. Anywhere I go. Everywhere I go. Where are you from? I'm from Kansas City. I'm not from Shawnee. I'm from Kansas City. And I'm proud to be from Kansas City. And this, sadly, uh, is a day that none of us expected. None of us wanted, for sure. Um, And it's just the sad reality that we find ourselves in. Um, If you're just joining us, there was a shooting today outside of Union Station at the tail end of the Kansas City Chiefs parade and rally. 10 to 15 people were shot. Three of them are in critical condition, and at least one has died. I'd like to take a moment and go to Paul in Osawatomie, please, as we try to piece together the events leading up to uh, this very dark day in our town. And, Paul, thank you for joining us. What did you see? Oh, well, prior to it, uh, the parade was amazing, first of all, uh, until at the end, right before, you know, the players and everything got on, uh, we had seen multiple fights and people pushing around and being disrespectful and i actually went to assist the sheriff's department uh because i'm one of them guys that i'm gonna jump in and save the world type of person uh a girl went after a fight broke out cops went and got the it is two uh, black gentlemen and a handful of black women and younger generation and one of the girls went, I, I thought she was going to grab his gun, and that's all I was trying to stop is something like this happening. And then uh, it basically shook my son up. It was his first time going, first experience, and all the shoving and bull, bull crap. So we uh, decided to leave. And then we got home and heard about all this, and it's just breathtaking. Mm-hmm. Paul, I'm glad you got home, and we're glad that you got out of there before um... – the shots were fired. So many did not. Yeah. And it's going to take days, if not weeks, for, I think, Scott, to unpack what happened today. If you were down there, to just try to wrap your head and your arms around what happened down there. If you were down there with your children. Oh. Or your children were down there without you. Let's go to Kevin Keatsman, who's calling in on the KMBZ hotline. Kevin, hello. Hello. Hey, guys, how you doing? We're doing hey, well. Hey, we're glad you're okay. Where were you, and what did you see? Uh, we're fine. Scott, first of all, congratulations, dude. I'm very happy for you. Um, secondly, you. we were good today. So us, me and Jessica and another couple went down, and we were at um, 19th and Grand watching the parade. It was good. It was filled with kids. I mean, you cannot imagine the children at this parade. So our friends that held us a spot had a hotel room. And they got up at 530 this morning and held a spot and did all the deal. And all these kids were there. It was great. It was such a family chiefs, Kansas city event. So I'm going to give a different perspective because what I saw was the best of Kansas city in everything that I did today, except whatever happened, which I'm not totally sure of exactly how it all went down. And I don't think any of us are at this point. We worked our way. We walked forever. I've got like 19,000 steps on my phone at this point. We walked forever. We went down to Union Station. We watched the thing from the hill, and we were having a good time. We're sitting there, and there's kids everywhere. There's families. Everybody's having a good time. Of course, there were people that were drunk, acting stupid, silly, whatever. You saw that. But there was never a moment where we were scared or violent or, oh, you can't be here. And then it ended, and we're walking out, and people said, shots fired. And we heard that, and my buddy, who I was with, has a friend on the SWAT team who was active today immediately called him, like called him on the phone. 
and I won't give my friend's name because I don't want to give out the SWAT member. He's like, are you guys okay? Yeah, we're fine. We're up on the hill. Why? Nine people down. Like immediately nine people down. The first call we got. We're like, okay. So we start walking down the hill and we go. We didn't hear the shots. We didn't see the mayhem. There's going to be video of it. Apparently some Chiefs fans tackled a guy and did whatever. There's going to be all kinds of stuff. So we didn't see that. But we're in the masses, like thousands of people. And these police come through. And the SWAT and the FBI and the Sheriff's Department, they've got these golf carts that have cages over them. They're four-wheel drive. They're very safe. They've got their vests on. They've got their guns out. We're like, what? Well, Andy knew. People are asking us what's going on. We're like, well, his buddy just said nine people are down. Everybody around us like, what? We didn't hear it. We didn't see it. We didn't hear it. These police officers and SWAT and sheriff and FBI and all of them were amazing. Like, excuse me, excuse me. We're trying to go through. Please walk over here and go west. And it's all okay. Go that way. It was unbelievable. It was like they were, I don't know, traffic cops. They were so calm going to the action, not panicking anyone. So I figure we're in the 90% of people that had no idea what was going on and were never panicked. We walked away. We walked across the bridge, okay, and went back over where we parked, and everything was okay, and we started to see what was unfolding. It was amazing. After that, you started to realize. These law enforcement people are unbelievable. How they are putting their vests on, like we saw FBI guys getting out of their big SUVs, putting their vests on and getting their rifles, and they're like, hey, it's okay. Everything's good. We're good. They're like talking to us as we're walking by. It's all good, all good. What? They're like Southwest flight attendants trying to be sweet and nice. Yeah, yeah. It could have been so bad. If people started running and trampling, it would have been the biggest disaster you ever saw. Nobody did that. I've not heard of one person that got trampled or ran. I've heard people say on your show, you guys are killing it today, just awesome, that people saw it and they're like, oh, they panicked and they ran. Yes, right at the scene, I'm sure they did. Everybody else, it was so orderly and calm. My God, these people that work in law enforcement, they're trained so well. And everybody just wanted to have a good time Kevin, and go home safely. It was amazing. Thank you for the call. We are so glad that you and everyone in your party is safe. Uh, I want to read this um, advisory from CBS News moments ago. It says, stations, the following is an advisory from CBS News. Law enforcement sources are telling CBS that the shooting appears to be criminally related possibly the result of an argument or dispute that turned violent. The shooting does not appear to be the result of any form of terrorism or extremism at this time. Uh, The source says the investigation is still fluid and nothing has been ruled out. I'm not surprised. I thought from the moment we heard this, this is going to be two idiots with guns who don't understand conflict resolution in a tight packed space of a million people and a thousand law enforcement officers. Mm -hmm. How stupid do you have to be to settle your beef there? There are so many different adjectives you could throw out there. Stupid is one for sure. Reckless. Uh, That was my next criminal reckless, just complete, complete disregard for for the the children. Yes. The families, the law enforcement officers. And guess what? How much do you want to bet, Scott, that these two idiots wear red every Sunday and cheer on their favorite team? They probably do. And then they they end up at a parade, and you got to bring your gun. I mean, why would you go to a parade without your gun? I, I am angry. 
I am too. I am angry. This town is angry. On a day, by the way, that I would remind you, I mean, you want to talk about a 180-degree flip. 180-degree flip. I couldn't get to my television fast enough at 11 o'clock this morning. I just wanted to watch. I wanted to soak it in, to enjoy it. And it was fun. And the confetti cannons were going off, and people were having the time of their life. Hell, my daughter called me at 6.30 this morning. She was on her way downtown. I didn't think twice about it. I, my last words were be safe and have a lot of fun because that's what it's all about. Let's go to Stephen in Lawrence. Stephen, good afternoon. Hello. Hi, Stephen. Where yeah. were you and what did you see? So I was, at, I, was, I was on the ground and I was close to a fence. I'm not really too, too sure exactly where I'm, but I could see the stage. You know, I said to myself, once, like, everything wind down, I said, well, how am I going to get out of this place? I'm like, I hope nothing stupid happens. Then I said, let me just stop and let the crowd, you know, pass me. Then I can get through because I don't want to be tumbling over people. Then, like, another minute, I saw people coming at me. Run, 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 run. People got shot. People got shot. I'm like, wow, are you kidding me? Now, here I am. <clears throat> I'm a father of two, and I see children around me crying. And thank God for those parents who were there with their children. They were, like, keeping them calm, and I felt like a kid, you know, just listening to those parents, like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. Let's just stand right here. And I stood with those families, and I was hiding behind a pole, you know, and I was just like, wow. But, you know, the devil is a liar, and I just want us to be encouraged that, you know, it was a good celebration. We won, and like you said, I've been listening to the program like, you know, this is not Kansas City. It's a, it's a country issue. And I just want to encourage everyone that we still can celebrate. We still can be strong as, as a city. And we can build together. We can, you know, share in the pain. We can listen to each other, support each other, uplift each other. Because, you know, we are humans and, you know, we can still be peaceful. And regardless of what's happening around the world, people, you know, with the news and all this stuff. But, you know, let's just... Let's just still try to find peace and solidarity. And my heart goes out to the people who are physically affected and the family who lost their loved one today. And I just want to tell us that, you know, it's life. These things happen. As adults, we got to make better choices so that everyone can be happy. Stephen, I, I love your sentiment. I love what you said. Um, forgive me if I disagree with you just briefly. I, I do think that the time is coming quickly when as a community we're going to come back together, we're going to heal over this, uh, we're going to love on each other, but today we get to be angry. Today is the day where we say this is not who we are. Th this is disappointing, and that doesn't even seem to do justice to the word. It's disgusting what happened in our city today. We have a tweet from Children's Mercy uh, a few minutes ago, active shooting update they are actively caring for patients if you believe your child may be in their care or injured they want you to contact them at 816-648-2590 816-648-2590 they say they're actively caring for patients at children's mercy it is 422 in the afternoon here in kansas city we understand that this radio broadcast is being broadcast throughout the country today uh, and i only mention the time because we are about 38 minutes away 
from the next press conference. Uh, for those of you listening across the country today, we are in the central time zone. It is 422 here. Uh, there, the next uh, police news conference will be held at 5 o'clock, so in about 38 minutes from now. Um, Go ahead. I have a mutual friend who um, is okay and was standing there when it happened, actually saw it happen. Oh, God. And I am reaching out to see if he will join us on the program. I will read part of what he is reporting. I was standing right next to the gunman in the first shooting. Let me give him the hotline. Yes, please do. Um, He says two big guys were telling five younger face-masked kids he was, quote, going to get them. And he kept saying it and kept saying it. Let me get him to call in right now. Here, hang on. Uh, And then he says... One of the younger kids took his book bag and aimed the book bag at him and started firing rounds. Mm. Uh, Well, you you take care of that. I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of some more calls. Uh, Good friend of the program and also occasional fill-in host. In fact, he was here on Monday. Jesse Reed, Top Gun pilot, uh, retired commander. You were at the parade, Jesse. What did you see? I was there. Uh, thankfully, uh, similar to Kevin, who called in earlier, uh, I, I was not uh, near the shooting. Um, but what I did see was Kansas City is finest today. And um, I was just thinking about that. You know, we did the program on Monday, Scott, and we talked to Mayor Lucas. We talked to Kathy Nelson. We had the CEO of Union Station come in. Everyone you could just either see in their faces or hearing their voices just absolutely glowing about how exciting this is and how exciting it was to be in Kansas City. I mean, Monday was truly just a celebratory show. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking as I'm standing there and I watch uh, Petty Officer Wilson just beautifully sing the national anthem again. There's a flyer of a- of A-10s. Even the drunken guys in the crowd were nice to each other. They made room for the paramedics when somebody collapsed. I mean, and Jesse, Jesse, real quick, Jess, we're going to put you on hold. We're going to get to our witness and then come back. All right. Let's go to Carrie on the hotline. Carrie, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, it's been a long time since I've heard your voice, but I am so glad that you were okay. Where were you standing and what did you see? Uh, I was standing right at that uh, metal fence right there in the intersection. I saw the verbal altercation between the two groups and I'm I was kind of shocked I thought it was going to be a fist fight not a not a gunfight and uh, who was fighting uh, I was two larger black men with hoodies on and they kept telling these five younger kids that were dressed up in hoodies and face masks but they looked young and smaller about five of them and they were the two bigger guys kept saying they were going to get one of the, the younger kids. I thought it was going to be over. They started to walk away, but then one kid walked back with his black backpack, raised his backpack up. I'm still not thinking anything at the time. He, that's when all the, uh, it sounded like a fully automatic gun started firing at the big guy. I turned to kind of froze. I just turned around. And then by the time I faced back to the action, the dude was, the big guy was laying on the ground at my feet, and he dropped his gun, 
and then I think that's where so, he bled out. Uh, Carrie, explain this to me, if if you will. You think he died, Carrie? I'm pretty sure they were. Uh, he he lost a lot of blood, and I, it looked like a, more than one gun, one, more than one hole, and they were doing chest. Uh, pumps on him when I was standing there. Carrie, do I understand the description of what you just said correctly, that, that, that the kid, the younger person, turned around, had a backpack, turned around, did he fire the gun through the backpack? He didn't even take the gun out? I don't think he took the gun out. Um, it looked like he just raised the... I think when he walked away initially, I think he put his hand in the backpack to get it, get it ready, and then we turned back around I thought he was going back to fight the guy, but then he he raised his backpack up, and that's when that's when all all the broke loose. If you had to put an age on the people involved, what would you say, Carrie? <sighs> Since they had hoodies and face masks, I would say it's really hard. I'd say thirteen to eighteen, somewhere in there. And, and then, then the two big two yep. bigger guys were probably in their mid twenties. So were Maybe they exchanging 30. gunfire, or did it just go from the backpack to the the man that you saw on the ground? It went to backpack. I went to go run, but then I had a fence there, so I just stood there frozen. When I turned back around, I'd heard other gunshots. I believe was the guy. He had a nine millimeter, a black nine millimeter. That was. I, I think he let off a few shots. I just I was in such shock. I'm not even sure if he got any shots off or not. But was there a crowd of people around them? Huge crowd. It was. So many people. The girl next to me got her hand shot, oh. uh, and then another girl got shot in the uh, in the shin bone, and she was in shock. So I, I'm just surprised there's not more people that that mm-hmm. you know didn't take the stray bullet. And this was inside the parking garage to the west of Union Station. No, this was at the stoplight. In front of Union Station. Okay. Yeah, I know uh, right where we know right where you're talking about. Right near the fountain. Yep. Yep. I was I was standing on the corner watching the them do all their speeches and I like to people watch and I just happened to turn around and hear these guys exchanging words, not thinking it was gonna turn into what it turned into. Well, Carrie, can I just encourage you when when we're done having our conversation I think it's critically important, if you haven't already, to get in touch with the police department so you can share what you saw. I'm going to connect I, you, Carrie. I, I've got your number. I'll text you and connect you directly with them So, so because they need to hear what you saw. Uh, were you there with friends, Carrie, or children? I, I, r- r- help me understand who you were with. Actually, were, were you there? I... We, we were not. We had just worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Gone on the air when all of this unfolded. No, that's crazy. We were actually up by my wife and son were up closer to the stage. I just happened to go to the bathroom, come back, and rather than fight to get back to my seat, I stood out in the street of what what is that Pershing and Pershing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, So I, I just stood out there enjoying myself, not having to fight the crowd, and that that all unfolded within. 30 or 40 minutes of me standing there. And then how, Carrie, did you end up reuniting with your, your wife and your child? By luck, because as you know, all the lines were busy. Uh, she just started walking towards the exit, and I just flagged her down as she was walking towards the exit. And then the other shooting happened, and everybody hit the ground. And then what do you, uh, Wait, wait, wait. When what, you what said the shoot? other shooting, what do you mean? There was another shooting right after that one which 20 cops responded to the, the initial shooting. And then about five minutes into that one, half of those cops went running to the front uh, stage, which my wife said uh, they were forcing them down on the ground because there was another shooting. I didn't hear the second one. I have no, uh, I have no recollection of that. I was still reeling over what I'd seen. But Carrie, Carrie, that helps understand why there's some confusion over the scenes with people saying the shots were fired by the garage Mm -hmm. versus the stoplight where you were standing. It's because there were two separate incidents back to back. So because after I talked to my wife on the phone and then we lost contact because the service was bad. She said shortly after I told her that I was just involved with the shooting, she said, they were forcing her on the ground because of another shooting. I'm like, what? So I'm only piecing this together by talking to my wife. And it just, I'm like, this is nuts. Well, we'll, we'll definitely get more information on that. The, uh, the police department's going to have a news conference uh, coming up here in about 30 minutes, uh, which is a rather quick turnaround, by the way, um, because they just had a news conference about 45 minutes ago. And they've oh. already scheduled their next one for 5 o'clock. Well, Carrie, I can only imagine... As you're separated from your wife and child, uh, cell service is spotty at best. I can only imagine what was going through your mind. Yeah, I just wanted to find them and, and get out of there. That's why I didn't talk to anybody. I just gathered them up, rushed to my car, and thought, man, that was nuts. Yeah. Carrie, I'm so glad you're okay, and I'm so sorry we're reconnecting under these circumstances. But give your <laughs> best to my family, okay? Thank you, Dana. And Be call, safe. And call the police. Dana's going to send you the number here in just a second. All right. Thank you. Okay, buddy. All right. Let's get back with uh, Commander Jesse Reed, uh, good friend of the program who was there this afternoon. Go ahead, Jesse. 
Sorry. Sorry for the hold. No, no please don't apologize. That was, uh, I'm in shock listening to Carrie there. Um, just unbelievable story. And I, I'm with you guys. I'm, I'm angry today because it was such a beautiful day. And uh, Kansas City, it's finest. Even the, even the drunkards were getting along nicely <laughs> and, uh, and letting people walk past. And it was that standard Midwest politeness that everyone talks about when they come to Kansas City to go to a sporting event. And they're shocked about how awesome our fans are compared to, to where they come from. Well, Jesse, I would just remind you, um, you know, and you and I have known each other for a long time, but uh, at 11.35 this morning, there you are. You sent Dana and me both a picture of yourself uh, yeah. right in front of Union Station. You couldn't kick the smile off your face. Uh, nope. you, you're so happy. And, and, and why wouldn't you be? You're going to a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade and rally. And... I, I'm just looking at your face, and you just seem so happy. And then an hour and a half later, all hell breaks loose. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I I feel very blessed and thankful that I, I wasn't near where the incident happened. Uh, I can only imagine what Kerry's got to deal with, not just the next coming hours, but the next coming days and weeks and months mm-hmm. and everyone else who was down in that vicinity. Uh, that's an awful thing to witness. And uh, when you see human evil up front and close right in front of you, uh, that sticks with you. Who, who were you there? Were, were you, did you take any of your, of your kids? No, no. The I was going to take the kids, but they uh, decided to use their uh, day off to sleep in. So um, <laughs> they didn't want to get up at uh, six a.m. with their dad, and so um, so I just went out there and uh, just kind of hung out with the people of Casey. And um, you, you know why? Because you wanted to go see history. You wanted to celebrate with a million of your closest friends. You wanted to mark the occasion. And then this. Yeah, yeah, and then and then this. I mean, I was just telling you guys before it happened, I got to swag surf. I finally figured out what Dana was talking about with swag surf. <laughs> That's so, right. <laughs> um, so I learned what that was. Uh, it was fun. And, I mean, just everyone together. And uh, uh, beautiful. I couldn't ask for a better day weather. Yeah. Super, it, was, it was patriotic from a city standpoint, from a, from a country standpoint. Everything about it was picture perfect. And... Uh, and then, yeah, we're walking away, and you just hear cops everywhere. Well, and I was, I was, te- I was telling Dana, I was telling Dana just a minute ago. Obviously, with the show starting at two o'clock, uh, neither one of us could go. But I was in the lobby here at work watching the parade on television, and I look, uh, you know, I look at my watch, and I realize it's time to get ready to go upstairs and go do the show. And as I'm standing up from the chair in the lobby, I hear pop, 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 pop on the television, and everybody's talking in the lobby. I go, everybody, be quiet. Be quiet. And I said, I think I just heard gunshots. And next thing you know, all you see on television are just dozens and dozens of cops running to the west side of Union Station. Yeah, man. What what a day. Uh, I'm angry. I I hate that. And it sounds like if Terry's description of what happened there is is fairly accurate, and that's what the story we learned in the coming days, I I really hate that that a day like that was ruined just by some some ruffians that are just – uh, just were, punks, well, uh, yeah. punks with guns. P- punks with guns who ru- who ruined the day for a million people. Yeah, yeah. Well, whatever whatever's coming to them, and I know we are a, a country of laws and uh, innocent until proven guilty. Guilty, but I hope I hope they get the punishment they deserve. All right, <laughs> Jesse, Commander, always right. good to hear your voice, man. I'm glad you're safe. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. You, right. you guys take care and, right. and great show today. Keep keep up the work keeping people informed. Right on, brother. Thank you. We all remember hearing Chief Graves say during the news conference that they had arrested two, and you heard one of the photogs say, 
you arrested two, and then after that, by 15 minutes or so, our news crew has video of officers grabbing two other people Mm -hmm. or three other people and loading them up into a wagon with their hands cuffed behind her back. And you remember she said, I don't have that information at the time. Um, Based on our witnesses' testimony just now, does it not make sense, Scott, that there were two separate shootings, one followed right after the other? That's It also makes sense to me then that the initial shooting scene everyone kept reporting was in the stairwell area to the west of Union Station, and our witnesses saying, no, 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 it was right by the stoplight. Yeah, so... so- and, and we'll probably find out more at five o'clock. And connected or not, I'm not saying connected right. or not. I'm just saying all of those facts now are starting to make sense if, in fact, there were two separate scenes five to ten minutes apart. So what Carrie shared with us just a moment ago was the first time any of us have heard that. The stoplight. The, correct. And so everybody calling in earlier this afternoon for the last two and a half hours. Yep. Everyone has identified the shooting. In fact, we had people who were witnesses who said, we were in the parking garage to the west of Union Station. And so we've been working under, and and listen, this is how sausage gets made. We're trying to piece all this together until we get to hear from the police department in about 20 minutes. But everybody who had been calling in today kept referencing a shooting inside the parking garage at Union Station, just to the west. You guys all know where that is. Carrie calls in, I am an eyewitness, and I was standing at the traffic light near Pershing, right out front of Union Station, right where you turn in to park in front. And he says, that's when I saw two larger men barking at five younger people between the ages of 13 and 18, and one of those five turns around with his backpack and opens fire on that guy. Prosecutor now has that information. (laughs) I had to step out. I had to take a biological break, and I also had to call the prosecutor. I'm about to take a biological break myself. I know. Go take your break. I've got the phones. Uh, The number is 913-586-7798. Just so you know, she was like, I need the number. And Scott, I said, I'm urinating. I need 30 seconds. (laughs) I mean, just so you know what's going on in here, we have not left this room since uh, 2 o'clock, and at some point I had to take a biological break. Uh, Anna, one of our favorite callers in Leewood, please go ahead. Hi. Um, I was there when it happened, um, and I was actually like really confused when I heard people talking about it being in the parking garage because – um, I, although I didn't like actually see like a shoot, like a gun being shot, I did, um, hear it and it was crazy. We were walking right past this stoplight, kind of like by Kansas city ballet. Yeah. And, um, we heard it and everyone around us was joking like, Oh, like, was that a gunshot or was that fireworks? Like everyone thought that it was fireworks. So, um, we just kept walking and then we heard, uh, like we saw police running in the same direction as us. And so my cousin and I, we were getting like concerned. We were like, okay, what's happening? And then um, we kept walking. Cause we were like, we just want to get out of here. And then I saw people on the ground, like a guy on the ground with his friends around him and they were screaming for help. Um, and then we saw police then running the other direction and they yelled shots fired, put your weapons down. And so that's when like, it really like got real. And then we just ran like across the bridge and we were like all running in the streets. Cause there's like the like pedestrian part, but nobody really 
yeah. <laughs> when in that part we were just running. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I saw. Okay, can you tell me again, uh, Anna, just for clarification purposes, I apologize. Did no you worries. hear or see the shots fired it near the parking garage area or near the stoplight by the roundabout? Um, I think the stoplight near the roundabout, I heard like a yeah. pop, 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 pop sound. But then I heard later that there was like something in the parking garage. I didn't hear like yeah. two. Sure. So like, I guess mine is kind of similar to uh, Carrie who was talking. Like I didn't hear the second one, but I heard yeah. like the stoplight. Anna, Anna, thank you. Thank you for the call. We want to get to Chastity in yeah. Kansas City. <laughs> Chastity, can you turn your radio down for me, please? That there was like something in the parking garage. I yeah. didn't hear like there you go. You have to turn it all the way down. Hello. Can you turn the radio all the way down for me, Chastity? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm having like, I'm like, what? Is she talking to me? Yep. I got you, girl. Tell me exactly where <laughs> okay. you were and what you saw, because I think you're going to be right by um, our, our last witness. Okay. So I, I, so the, I, at first I thought it was like, um, uh, I thought it was just fireworks because I heard pop, 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 pop. And then I heard people say, get down, get down. And I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old. And then I have a 13-year-old niece and a, and a 10-year-old niece. And we were right by the parking garage. So I didn't know. Like, I, I didn't, I, I don't know. I don't know my directions very well. That's, let me just say that. I'm, I'm a typical <laughs> white girl. Um, and uh, I was literally just standing there and, I seen a guy on the ground. I'm a nurse. I live in Kentucky, but anyways, I drove all the way here because I've been at TC in my whole life. And I just wanted to say, like, today was supposed to be a great day for our, our team. And just, you know, hug your family tight tonight because somebody didn't make it, you know? Chastity, I'm so sorry. I'm just so sorry. I do this every day and my kids were crying. People were, it was, it was really like traumatizing. And I just don't, I didn't want my kids to ever remember the chiefs of this, you know? Have you sat down and kind of tried to deconstruct this with, with yeah, them? I did a little I, bit, but as yeah, a nurse, I, I know you're good and at that as a nurse. Yeah. And they're sleeping right now. So it, it'll be okay. It's just, just. I am. I, they know my name. I'm. I'm just. I just want everybody to like pray and say like you know, thank God that you're, you have your family members and you know, I know that. I know that I'm a nurse and it, but it doesn't make it any less hurtful or you know because that's somebody someone. Hey, Chastity, you yeah. get home safe and enjoy your night with your family. Okay? Enjoy your night with your family. And I don't even know what to do with this text that I just got from Children's Mercy, but I'm going... I'm going to read it now. Um, help me out here, Sam. I want to be sure before I read this. Okay. Lisa is our media partner at Mercy, Correct. Um, I cannot confirm immediately. Get, get Scott in here before I read this, because I believe we have an update from Children's Mercy, and I want to be 100% certain before I read the numbers I'm about to give you. Uh, we are trying to get her to call in. Um, Scott is walking in. 
uh, I'm going to read the first part. Children's Mercy has 12 patients. Shut your shut your mic off for one second. Children's Mercy has 12 patients. She writes, 11 are children. Oh, God. <clears throat> Take a minute. Nine have gunshot wounds. Mm-hmm. That is directly from the media manager at Children's Mercy, who is a former journalist here in Kansas City. I can confirm we have 12 patients. 11 of them are kids. God. Nine of them have gunshot wounds. Okay. Uh, let's go to some calls here real quick. John in Kansas City. Hey, how are you doing? I've been better. Uh, me too. Uh, my son's a first responder, and my other son's a police officer, and he's off duty, but he was listening to his, uh, uh, you know, what they listen to on the radio. He said they have at least eight in custody right now, and my other son just texted me that there was at least three shooters in different areas. So it's pretty widespread what happened down yeah. there from what I hear. I, I think what we're going to hear, and, and we need to be a little bit careful on the, the hearsay and the speculation, and I'm not saying you were engaging in that. I just don't want us to get into that. I look forward to the 5 o'clock press conference. I'm assuming at that point uh, they're going to be able to shed a little bit more light. I am not comfortable sharing what we're hearing on the text line. And I'm hoping that the police department and the mayor can shed a little bit more light on, on, on what we're hearing. It's not okay, uh, what we're hearing on the text line. It's bad. Um, what a tough day. What a tough day in this town. What a beautiful city. Vince in North Carolina. Hello, Vince. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, we've been better, but we're doing well. Well, I listen to you guys often, and I, I never dreamed that I'd be uh, calling in. Um, so I'm on vacation here in, in Jacksonville, North Carolina, and my sisters called me 35, 40 minutes ago that that two of my cousins were shot along with their kids, but one of them is in critical condition, and it's just I'm just devastated. Vince, can you repeat that? I am so sorry. Your sister lives here in Kansas City. We live. I live in Kansas City, but I'm just here on vacation. Okay. Repeat what you and said so though. My with sister, the call. who's in Kansas City, called me, and she relayed to me that one of two of my cousins, along with two of her kids, were were victims. But one of the cousins is in critical condition. Oh, I'm so one sorry. One of the three people that are in critical conditions is her. It's one. Is, is her. I am so sorry. And I, I, I'm just lost for words. Because I was watching the parade live on KNBC on my app, and Laura Moretz and Lynn Jennings just happened to, it, the, the news was just breaking because it was toward the end of the uh, parade when they said there were shots fired and whatnot. And then again, my sister, like I said, my sister called me. And uh, I. I, I, I'm just lost for words. I, I think you, what you just said, lost for words, is how this city feels right now. 
Vince, you know that you know, this city uh, is wrapping their entire collective arms around you and your sister and her beautiful family. You mm-hmm. have the entire support, all of the prayers of Chief's Kingdom. It, people are donating blood right now because they don't know what else to do. Right. Well, it, it wasn't my sister. It's just my sister called me to tell me about two cousins and their kids. So it was two cousins, but one of the cousins is in critical condition. I understand. And two of the kids were shot in the legs. So I understand. Uh, so, and the, what are the ages or, or around the ages? I don't know. Spence? I don't know. Lisa, let's see. I didn't want to say her name. That's okay. Um, are we talking um, five years old or 20 years old? I'm just trying to understand. Well, the kids are young, are younger kids. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure their age, but they, they are, I don't think they're more than 10, 12 years old. Yeah. Mercy God. Um, and, uh, and, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm just, you know, I, I'm so, I'm, I'm a proud Kansas City and. Take your time, brother. And it hurts my heart. Vince, we're praying for your family. It hurts ours. And it hurts ours too. And if there's one thing that I know about children's mercy, you never want to need it. But my God, we are so fortunate to have it if you do. And they are in the very, very best care possible right now, Vince. And and we will continue to pray for your family, my friend. Thank you, guys. And, and I'll continue to listen. Vince, may God be with you and may God be with your family. Thank you. God bless. Uh, Kim, wow, that was tough. Um, Kim in Lee Summit. Kim, hello. Hey, how's it going? What? It's going okay. Yeah, I, I know the answer to that. Sorry. This poor baby's a children's mercy. Um, can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. We're yeah. just letting okay. you talk. We're, so, hey, this is this is a public forum. We're just letting you talk. So, um, I thankfully did not have my child. She actually backed out last night. Uh, she's seven when she realized Taylor wasn't going to be there. Um, so I went with my friend and we were up on the hill and we had gotten over to Grand and we didn't hear any shots fired. We just saw the amazing amount of police coming down Grand Street heading towards Union Station. And, and these guys are parking as close as they could get and they are running and they're running down the streets, you know, with rifles and guns and, and this fast as they can and you know they can't get very far and um we get maybe two blocks up and they start telling people to stop running they start telling the cops to stop running i think i think they were trying to make sure that other people didn't freak out i think enough people had gotten on the scene at that point um but it you know for the people who weren't right there when it happened we had no idea what was going on until we got to a local restaurant that we took our breath out and, and saw the news. Um, there was a couple people that had ran up behind me and they were walking behind us and, and they, they had mentioned shots fired, but they, it sounded like they said someone just fired shots into the ground, you know, and, and that they had been part of some argument, but it wasn't, it wasn't as if someone had gotten injured. It just sounded like someone was trying to show bravado, but, but the cops, I, I know we've mentioned it before. They did, 
such amazing work keeping everybody calm and not having it turn into complete panic because as someone else mentioned, you know, with that many people in that small of an area, it could have gone so much worse. Kim, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, that last part you said and, and back to the previous caller for a second. And I don't want to, I had no intention of mentioning Taylor Swift's name today, but, but I think this, this is important. Uh, I was watching uh, one of the cable news channels this morning, and they were previewing the, the parade in our town, and I thought, oh, I want to see how they, how they show Kansas City and, and what does it look like on national TV, and do they do us right or do they do us dirty? Um, and they said Taylor Swift is on a plane to go to Australia right now. And word is getting out that Taylor Swift is not going to be at the parade. And maybe that's a good thing because the estimate was if Taylor Swift did not attend the parade, a million people. If Taylor Swift did attend the parade, the city was anticipating two million people. Can you imagine if two million people were downtown at Union Station today during this debacle? From um, a friend and longtime producer in Kansas City over at Channel 4. Our crews have confirmed there is a prayer request circulating through the St. Agnes community asking for prayers for several members of the same family who attended the parade together. Both adults and children of the same family were impacted by this shooting. Telephone number here is 913 586 7798. We are standing by for a press conference from the police department. We anticipate that will start roughly right around five o'clock this afternoon. Um, Brad in Overland Park. Brad, good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon. And and yes, I agree. Sad, sad day uh, for the greater Kansas City community. It was such a beautiful day, a, a joyful celebration. And then right there at the end, uh, you know, all hell broke loose. And we were just, we were next to uh, the fountain, that fence line there, just kind of due south of the KSHB booth where they had, had their crew located filming the uh, the event. And we heard the sounds. We heard the, what, what I thought initially were firecrackers. It sounded like firecrackers. A couple guys that were with us talked about, you know, hey, was that gunshots? I'm like, man, it could be, but it sounded like firecrackers. And then you saw everyone scatter, people running you know, towards those parking garages. And then, you know, things kind of seemed to calm down a little bit. And then everyone started dispersing and we were going east. We were parked over at the Sheridan. And uh, as we were on that fence line where they had the fountain fenced off, uh, those characters that Carrie described, young gentlemen in hoodies and face masks, uh, there was about four, maybe five of them, and they were pushing and saying, man, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. And I'm like, I look at them I'm like, hey, guys, just calm down, right? Everyone's going to get out of here. Um, you don't want to go over that fence line because it's fenced off and it's going to cause a, a bunch of chaos, not thinking that, hey, these were perps uh, involved in this incident, but it's highly likely those guys may have been part of, of the activity. And it's uh, it's just it's sad because it was so great. Um and uh, thoughts and prayers definitely with the families. It sounds like there's young kids, multiple members of one family possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, it's just a tragedy. But, uh, yeah, it makes sense now that that story that Carrie said that uh, the individuals involved highly likely were trying to get out of there uh, when they were. Well, and, and I, I think in the coming days, this story is going to be written and rewritten and rewritten again. 
And there were villains in our city today. There was evil that befelled our city today. But let's keep in mind, and this is critically important, there were heroes in our city today. There were people who said, screw that, I'm going in. I'm going in. We had Chiefs fans say, I'm going in. Chased after that guy like Isaiah Pacheco. Okay. (laughs) And got him. And thank God he did. Sacked him like Chris Jones. Uh, TMZ has obtained video. Sam, are you talking to my ear or are you talking on the air? I'm on the air. Okay, go ahead. Uh, TMZ has obtained video. I will not be playing it on the air, uh, but there were a lot of gunshots. Well, we heard some of them on the air. We were walking into I, the studio and Scott said, television. were those gunshots? Did you just hear that? There were a lot. It's hard to listen to. I, you know, the, the I, just the, the... I'm of the opinion that we play it. De- depravity and the um, recklessness oh, with God. which this has knocked on our door is disgusting. We, I'm going to repeat this if you were just now tuning in. There are 12 patients right now at Children's Mercy. 11 of them are children. Nine of them have gunshot wounds. That's just the children, Scott. And we prayed when we first heard the number of victims, that number would not change. I don't know how that number doesn't change now that we have 12 at Children's Mercy. We know there are adult victims here. By the way, the Chiron on Channel 9 has changed one dead at least 15 hurt. We have a statement from the Kansas City Chiefs via Twitter moments ago. We are truly saddened by the senseless act of violence that occurred outside of Union Station at the conclusion of today's parade and rally. Our hearts go out to the victims, their families, and all of Kansas City. We are in close communication with the mayor's office as well as the Kansas City Police Department. At this time, we have confirmed that our players, coaches, staff, and their families are safe and accounted for. We thank the local law enforcement officers and first responders who were on scene to help. You're listening to continuing coverage of the shooting today outside of Union Station at the tail end of the Chiefs. Rally and Parade on KMBZ. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.